Today's episode is brought to you by The Flourish Retreat. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I am my own advertisement. The Flourish Retreat is a divine feminine embodiment retreat that is happening April 27th through 30th. This is for the woman that has been doing the work on herself over the past few years and is ready to fully step into all that she is and flourish within the cosmic garden of her creations. Within this retreat, we are going to be clearing an energetic pathway, connecting you deeper to the divine feminine essence that is already within you. The divine feminine energy is responsible for your connection to divinity, to ease, to flow, to creation, to your gifts, to your magic. And the more that we can heal the aspects of ourselves that are keeping us from all that divinity within, Once we heal and clear out some of that stuckness, then that energy is able to move through our bodies. We are able to be, we are able to become and walk and embody all of those versions of ourselves that are, that are up in our head. Like we know who we're supposed to be. Now we get to be her. We get to embody her. We get to walk through the garden of our creations as her and flourish flourish and thrive. Your life gets to be magical. It gets to be fun. It gets to be abundant. Now is the time to let it. Now is the time to let it. There are four spots available. And if you feel called to work with me, this is the perfect opportunity for us to sink in deeper together. We will be staying at this magical place of 153 acres in the forest with these incredible dome homes. And we will all be staying together and eating together. And we will be connecting to all the elements of ourselves. We will be connecting to Mother Earth. We will be connecting to the fire. We will be just just drumming and singing and hugging and loving and healing and screaming and all the things that the essence of you is desiring and is ready for because this is the way of our new earth. This is the world that we are creating and that is your cosmic garden. So come play with me. Come play with me. It's going to be absolutely divine. Thank you. Bye. Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. I have Tammy Lip with us today, and we were just 
discussing before I pressed record, like what exactly we should focus on, because this woman, her energy and her knowledge is so vast. Like she knows something about everything, literally, like you, you literally do. She, she knows something about everything. So, um, I am super excited to have you on today, Tammy. And because you have so much knowledge and information to share, I really want us to be able to focus on our intuition and our energy and like how you are able to tap into those aspects of, of someone when you're working with them so that you can help us understand ourselves better in the way that we present ourselves and the way that we move forward and the way that we connect to our intuition and our energy. So hello. Thank you, Tammy, for being here. Thank you, Vaughn, for that awesome introduction. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I love your podcast. I love all the episodes and I love listening to it. So I'm excited to finally be on your show and get to chat with your awesome listeners um, and share some wisdom. Thank you. Yeah. So, okay. So I, these are things that I know about you for sure. You read the Akashic Records, which is Akashic Records. It is the realm of Akasha where our soul's records are stored. And so you can access those records, right? Like via a prayer and then, and then what? Tell, tell, tell everybody what you, what happens then. <laughs> Oh, so, okay. So yeah, the Akashic records, um, you know, it's funny because I was reading energy before I knew I was reading the Akashic records. Right. And I always had heard of the Akashic records, but in my mind, I thought it was like this weird ethereal library that, you know, only the holiest of holy people could access. Um, but in my, you know, journey of understanding myself and learning how to read energy, I discovered that I was actually reading the Akashic records. <laughs> so um, the Akashic records is a compendium of like all the different um, things that have place in the universe, whether they're energetic or also physical and energetic. It's a record of all souls, a record of all animals, a record of all planets, a record of all thoughts, a record of all feelings, a record of all lives. And it's there, it's, it's like a living, breathing record. You know, some people will describe it as like a tapestry, you know, when you get really high up. Um, but most of us read them in like book form, you know, like regular it makes it look more easy for people to read. Um, but you do, you say a prayer to get in, you ask somebody to say their name three times that kind of opens their records. And because when it comes to energy, you always have different movements. You have an invitation, you have an acceptance. And so there's this dance of opening the records. Um, and then there's the, the invitation to read them. And then of course you have to have the permission of the person's record keepers to share information. And they're only going to share what's relevant to that person at the time. And they're only going to share what they need to know at that time. So you do get access, but it is kind kind of guided by their guides. So we can go poking around, but we know we can't accidentally stumble on things that we're not supposed to stumble on, but really there's nothing um, that you can't inquire about in the Akashic records, whether it's current things or past life things or relationship, you know, karmic relationship, soul contracts. That's something that comes up quite a bit um, in readings and in healings. Yeah, that's so fascinating. The Akashic Records was the very first training or certification that I went and did when I first began my spiritual awakening and trying to tune more into myself. 
Um, there was a course in Atlanta and I knew nothing about it, but I was really curious about understanding like the voice of my mind versus the voice of intuition. And so going to that class really helped me like lean deeper into uh, a higher voice, you know, and, and to be able to connect to to that realm of consciousness that was just not my mind talking and thinking all the time. So it really helped me create that separation. But I had never really realized that you could access the records. And, and I love the like part about the soul contracts. I mean, that really is huge because that, those, that information is available there in the Akashic records. Like any, any information that you desire to receive is there in the Akashic records. So, and I think why you're so potent of a healer and intuitive is because you are on like, absolutely fastly connected to the Akashic records, but then I know you're also a psychic medium. So what, tell us about that journey. What's that been like for you? Oh, that was really cool. Um, and it's very funny because like, we always, it's like, you always are what you want to be. <laughs> it's like secretly, we always like when I was young and I would go to psychics and I had no idea I had gifts, right. I'd always be like, Oh, please tell me I'm psychic. Oh, please tell me I can read people. Please tell me I'm a medium. And no one ever really, um, they said little things about being spiritual and things. I only had one psychic ever say to me, oh yes, but much later in your life. And I was in my teens and I was like, what do you mean much later? But I didn't realize, you know, yeah, when I was in my forties, I was going to have and, this and huge... the journey that you'd have to go through to get there to even be able to access that. Exactly. Goals. Exactly. Cause at that time I thought like you had to be chosen, you know, to read right. these things. Now oh, I know that anyone, so anyone can do it. Anyone it's just a matter of yeah, anyone can do it. Anyone can learn. And what I love is that I've discovered that I can teach almost anyone who's ready and wants to learn how to access those things um, because they're there for all of us to utilize and to, you know, spirit wants to support us in this way and wants us to have this um, information. But because we have free will as humans, they cannot just bombard us with this. We have to, like I said before, energetically be invited and then, you know, accept the invitation when you have energy. You always have that, right? You always have the invitation and then the reciprocation so that it can be um, fully, you can communicate fully. But what I, I feel like my specialization in life, and it's very funny, my mother used to call me telephone Tammy when I was a kid, is just communicating, period. Whether it's talking to you here on a podcast or talking to your grandma who's passed away or whatever, like I just love communicating and all kinds of communication. So when I started reading energy and reading people's energy for like assessment purposes, I started reading about their DNA elements, right? That was how I started. And then as I was giving those readings, I was starting to feel like other spirits, other people were like talking in my head and like giving information. And so I would just say to them, you know, is your grandma passed away or did your mom pass away? And then they would say, yeah. And I would say, well, did she like hot dogs or like, you know, and I would just ask these questions and then I would get a, an affirmation and I'm, I would think to myself, I must be communicating with spirit because how would I know that her grandmother liked hot dogs? <laughs> like, that's insane, you know? 
Um, and so like the more I kind of dug into that, I realized that it's really all the same. So like energy healing, mediumship, reading the future, all of that is really the same reading that metaphysical part of our lives. Some people can do, well, all of us can do any of it, but some people specialize in different areas. Like you have people that specialize in healing. You have people that specialize in mediumship. You have people that specialize in reading the future. Most of us, I think fall into two out of those three. Like for me personally, energy healing and mediumship all the way. I don't love predicting the future. That's not my favorite thing to do. There's so many potential timelines available and it really is a matter of a human's free will choice of things that could unfold. So I, that's not something I love doing, but there are medium, there are psychics and mediums out there who are very good at pinpointing. Although side note, you were at the retreat that I hosted last um, September. September. And Jill was there. And in a prior episode, we've talked all about Jill and her journey and all that stuff. And you were a key element in that because you gave her some information that really helped her to um, connect deeper to the possibilities that were available. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I, I think you totally predict the future. You, you do it all, Tammy. <laughs> thank you. I thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I do consider myself like a Jackie of all trades, maybe a master of none, <laughs> but like <laughs> I dabble here and there, but it's really this metaphysical part of our being that I'm really excited about sharing with the world that like it's here. We're living with the, you know, with this in our reality. And it's not just reserved for people like me with purple hair. It's for anybody who wants it. And that's what I'm really fired up about is just someone who, who was like me years ago, like, just tell me I'm psychic. Just tell me I can access, you know, this subtle information. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Oh, I love that so much because we, we do, I mean, we, we doubt ourselves. We don't think we're capable. We don't think we're powerful. And we look at other people, you know, as like, almost as the guru, you know, as the healer, as, but it's like, no girl, man, or whatever, like it's all within you. And to be able to access those realms. And, and that's the thing though, I feel like we're, we, we're so congested that we've kind of lost connection to that natural essence of ourself, that intuitive that is, that is there and so easy to connect to, but we just have some of that stuff in the way. And so for us to be able to clear out some of that congestion, tap more and more into our gifts and more into the essence of ourselves, like it's all there for us. We just have to do a little bit of work to get closer there. Yeah. Well, and side note, it's been repressed, right? The patriarchy, um, you know, eons of repression for women. You know, this is kind of our wheelhouse. Women is connecting with the things that are, you know, um, unseen in life and the magic, the the mystical. Yeah. (laughs) Right. We won't get into all of that, but religion really was created to keep spirituality, um, at the forefront of humans just enough without giving them power. And we've revolted against that, rightfully so. But I think we've kind of thrown the baby out with the bathwater in some of the cases, because when we buck all of spirituality and we buck all of the different mysteries that you do read about in the Bible and the Torah and all the different um, religious works, like there is truth in there and there is there is information that we need and this will lead us back to our wholeness of 
being in tandem with nature, being in tandem with the universe and ourselves in that way, just because you can't see these parts of you doesn't mean that they're not real. Your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, all of those are examples of metaphysical things just as much as magic and anything else. And I think we're waking up to that and we're really like reviving that in a new way. Yes, we are. We are waking up to our memories, to our magic, to our, well, that's it, to our magic. We are waking up and remembering all that is within. Um, Okay, so talking about congestion and things that are in the way, I know you and I have had some very incredible healing, activating experiences together. So um, I would love to hear your, like your side of what we have experienced together. Okay. Um, One of my favorite memories is, you know, and just a little bit of a backstory as I was on my healing journey, you know, there's this, you know, everyone's speaking light language, all these things I would hear, you know, as before I knew about my gifts and thought that was so cool, you know, speaking in tongues, light language, whatever you want to call it. And as I was developing my gifts, I remember one day I was in the shower and I was just like really compelled to say the word Shakti, right? Which I had no idea what that was, but I'm in the shower and I'm naked and showering, right? I'm like, Shakti. And I'm like, what the fuck am I saying? (laughs) Like, what am I saying? Like, what's happening? Right. And I'm like, oh my God, it must be crazy. And then I I look up the word and it actually had like meaning. And the word was there. And it means woman and it means power and it means all, you know, all these shamanic things. And this was long before I opened my gifts, but I was like, okay, that's weird. I'm never telling anybody about that experience. (laughs) Just put it at the back of my mind. But the more I um opened to my gifts and on my journey, I would find myself feeling like compelled to say like weird words and weird things. And I was really like repressing that. I was like, oh, this is like too weird for me. I don't know if I can, if I can hang with this. So fast forward now I'm at this retreat, right? The amazing Tracy Litt puts on this amazing powerhouse retreat. It was my, I think, second time at powerhouse and you were doing the breath work sessions, which you know, in the beginning of meeting you and doing the breathwork sessions, like I would participate, but I wouldn't let myself go. Right. I would never open myself up and just like lose control. I'm, and surrendering to that is my journey. Right. So here it is now we've done several sessions together and I'm trusting you and I'm like, all right, I'm going to let it all go. I'm going to be totally open and surrender to whatever magic bond is cooking up. Right. So the music's going, the lights are out and I'm moving and I'm breathing and I'm seeing things in my head and I'm drumming. And I'm, I remember being like leaned back and just like feeling like this weird pressure and like rocking. And then all of a sudden you were over me and I, I, like, I didn't even know what you were touching or what you were doing, but you were like, you whispered something about light language wants to move through you. And I, in my mind, I remember like thinking, okay, like I trust Vaughn. I trust myself. I trust the situation. I trust the people in this room. I'm going to do this. And I moved something to the side. It was like an energetic thing. I just, in my mind, just moved it to the side and just let it go. And I started screaming, not even just speaking, but I was like screaming in a room of 70 women over music and everything else. The first thing that came out, it was like Shakti, Shakti Malale. And then I was screaming, Ka, Ra, and all these Egyptian words that I did not know what they meant at the time at the top of my lungs. And I remember you over me. And I remember like there was like some kind of a red light, which I think was the video camera (laughs) that I was seeing, but it was a really intense 
intense experience and I'm screaming. I screamed so loud, these words coming out of my mouth that I lost my voice after that. You know, like when we came home from the retreat, like I was hoarse for like a week, but it was the first time I let myself surrender to the light language moving through my body and just let the words come out. And it was powerful. And then we got feedback from women in the room that like they could hear me across the room and they were having activations and it was just, it was so, it was intense, but it was really cool. And ever since then with your guidance and your help and your support, I have let myself play in the, in the realms of light language. And even in healings, when I'm called to say and do things, I just tell the person, this is going to sound a little funny, but just go with it. And I just say what comes into my mind. Um, It is a practice for me to remove the control and allow it to come through. I'm still working on that. So for those recovering control freaks out there who are experiencing experiencing the same things, know that it's possible, but it is, it is a a lesson for me of surrendering to, um, things that I was previously judging probably from past life persecutions of this magic that we are all in tune to, you know? Oh, Oh, that, that moment, that experience was so transformational for both of us because I didn't know that I could activate someone else's light language. And, you know, yeah, we were in a room in a conference room of like 70 women. And uh, I just remember, and it was towards the end too, which was the really cool part because, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody was like winding down. It was time for us to end. And then I just felt drawn to you and I just felt your body and I whispered something through you. And then it was like this other language, this language that, that did like probably unlock something within you, like that energetic shift. It's like it unlocked something within you and along with you being so in tune to your energetic being, it began to um, move through you. And I mean, but isn't it amazing? It's literally like floodgates, you know, like we, you had that closed and then all of a sudden the gates open and woo, that energy was free to move through you. What? I mean, it's just fascinating to me how it literally, and it was the same way with me. Like when I went to, um, when I went to the, I think I talked about in a podcast episode when I was doing my, my, I went to the Holy oil, you know, where all the people prayed over me and, and then I was like, cause I want to speak in tongues again. And it was like that. Like I was so blocked. I was so constricted from allowing that beautiful divine energy. And, and it was, it's literally like Holy spirit moving through you that is coming from the stars and from all this. It's just, it's all from divinity, from a place of beauty and, and holiness. So I, I am just so grateful that we were able to experience that together because I know it was powerful for you, but it was equally as powerful for me to know that, that I can help support someone in that, in that light language activation, because it is in every single one of us, light language is just simply your soul's language. And so when you can like be that connected to your soul and give yourself permission to connect to, to that ancient wisdom within yourself and heal yourself. Because I know you and I talked afterwards and you're like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm like, heal yourself first with this light language, heal yourself first, get accustomed to that 
frequency in your body. And then when it is time to share, you'll know, you know, and trust yourself to start sharing it. And because that's what it, I did for me, like I, I was speaking it, but it didn't feel safe in my body yet because I was not healed. You know, I was still navigating through, well, what is this? You know, it was literally like a frequency in my body that needed to, to, um, synchronize with yeah yeah like my energetic body and my physical body had to like become one with each other so that I felt safe and sharing yeah and you know the reason I think that is Vaughn is because light language comes from the other place right and we are now completely bypassing our ego in this in in releasing it so like because you can't have your consciousness in the way or you're like what what words am I saying what's happening but when you when we allow ourselves to surrender to that and we 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 literally remove our ego from the equation we're just receiving the information and we're saying the words and they sound funny and we don't understand them we have no idea like where they're coming from or what they mean but we just give the faith and trust that they need to be said we literally remove our personality and our ego from that. And it's all divine coming through us. And there is no more like as a human being to allow yourself to start speaking and not know what's going to come out of your mouth next. That can be very, that takes a lot of trust. Yeah. It takes a lot of faith in yourself yeah. to express and not really know like what you're saying or what, you know, just it's a feeling of what you're saying. It's not, you know, it's not like people say, well, what do those words mean? They don't always translate to an exact like English you know, it's like trying to translate Sanskrit. There's not always the right English words to right. give you the feeling of what the phrase is supposed to do. So it's more about the feeling that the words bring to the other person or to yourself when you're hearing them and it's all happening. All the healing is taking place without your mind in that because right. <laughs> your soul is saying something and you're receiving it and you're out of that picture, you know, your, your ego. It's totally. so, it's so it's such a gift that we give ourselves when we allow ourselves to access all of that and, and without the question and the judgment and the, you know, like, well, what is this? Where is this coming from? And we can just be with it, just be with it and, and let that magic move through us. Oh, I love it. Um, you mentioned earlier about DNA elements. Um, can you talk more about that? Yeah. Yeah. I love the elements and I have to say, I feel like the elements are one of my favorite parts of all of my studies and what I, what I work with. It was the first thing that brought me to personal development in this way back in 20, oh, it was like 2009, I want to say, where I discovered, you know, that everything in the world, and I think Carl Jung said this, is made up of the same elements, right? And you can classify them different ways, but you have air, water, earth, and fire. Um, and they can be also equated to um, compounds, oxygen, hydrogen, nitrogen, and carbon, right? Depending on if you're looking at it ethereally or more scientifically, but we have elements in our astrological chart. We know that. And so everyone is kind of familiar with that. But what I learned is that these elements are in, are what make up your DNA, your physical DNA and your ethereal DNA, right? Which is what I started reading. And it expresses itself in your physical body. So like looking at someone's face, looking at someone's hands, you can tell which element leads in their DNA because we all have all of the elements, right? But we all have a different concoction of those elements. And so one or two elements are going to lead. And then you have the other two that kind of follow. So you have your areas of strength and you have your areas of challenge. 
And what I love reading is how your DNA elements match up with your astrological elements because it gives you like a map of what your strengths are and what your challenges are in this lifetime and here's like an example right so air being the beginning of the cycle right we think we can equate this to springtime right there's moon phases that equate to this there's a whole bunch of things we could um, get into but air is the beginning of the cycle it's inspiration it's uplifting it's ideas it's the mind it's buoyant it's um related to um hydrogen which is another I'm sorry, not hydrogen. Um, I always forget this one. Nitrogen, which is like, if you ever do nitrogen, it's like your voice is like, oh, really? Hi, oh, yeah. right? really squeaky, right? Because air is like that squeaky, right? Um, like high energy. Yeah. And people who have air in their lead DNA element, they have a lot of circles in their features, a lot of stars in their features. Um, they're very animated. They're very ch- like kind of um, playful, almost like a little youthful. They have a youthful look. And then you have water, which is e- uh, equated to oxygen and water is flowy and it's connective and it's soft and it's subtle. It's a little slower moving, right? There's all these different properties that are equated to the different elements and water is going to be like S shapes and ovals and more soft curves. And then you have um, fire, which is hydrogen. And that's a little bit more um, active, reactive, kind of a energy and it's going to be um, textured in your skin you're going to have more angles these people um, who have fire in their lead type they're very competitive and daring and bold right think of a fiery right fire that way um and then you have earth and earth is like reflective and more still um black and white it's very bold um the earth shapes are more square parallel lines um very um symmetrical people with their face, like you can go like this down the middle of their face. And it's like a mirror image on both sides. Those people have earth in their um, lead DNA. And so understanding your combination helps you to understand how to balance your energy and helps you to release self-judgment about who you are and how you operate in the world. It also stops some of the comparison. It's like, if you're, if you're an air person and you're comparing yourself to an earth person, you're going to think you don't get stuff done. You don't finish things. You're too playful. You're not serious enough. Right. And so me, I'm an air lead element DNA, but I'm a Virgo. So I grew up thinking, oh, I'm earth. I'm supposed to be all these things, but really our sun sign is more about like what we came to embrace in this lifetime, what we came to the cloak that we come to put on in this lifetime. So I am here in that opposite movement because that's a big challenge, right? Not everybody has the opposite movements and their elements like that. Some people are more, um, sympathetic, they have different soul plans, different paths. And that's part of what reading those things can help them understand because how your astrology elements and your physical elements work together shows you your areas of like what's going to be more easy for you and what's more challenging but for me it helps me to know like when i'm not grounded like just yesterday i was having like a up level <laughs> um nervous system overload and i was like oh oh what do i do i grab my heating pad right i go right because fire is lacking in my chart and lacking in my dna it's it's one of my areas of like where i'm here to learn yeah. So I go to heat and I go to more of those fire elements to help balance me because I'm very air and water, which is different, right? Which is different. So um, all of the elements have their own like properties and their own tendencies. And these repeat in nature over and over again. The elements are physical and metaphysical, and they're here to support us 
in creating. And when we understand energy on a deeper level and we start to become one with the elements, that's when we start doing real magic, right? I don't want to get too crazy, but I feel like when you talk about how they moved the pyramids and what they did back then, you know, they were really masters at the elements and they were masters at moving energy. And so they could do big shit like that. (laughs) And I think we are going to get there at some point. I believe we are waking up to it. And I think the elements are going to have a huge starring role. You heard it here on Vaughn's podcast first. (laughs) They're going to have a huge starring role in the future and in the um in the spiritual world of understanding our human and ethereal and universal connection to all that is because those are the the paint that we're painting our universe with oh i love that yeah it is the paint because it is the color it is the the elements that we're working with in the big canvas of our life that is so interesting So like, I'm assuming, you know, when you were describing that, like, I definitely resonate with air and water for sure. I am for sure lacking a fire under my butt as I always joke about that is my life work, right. Is to be able to move and, and take action. And so a lot more of that is like the fire and the earth, like does the earth also have to do with like being grounded? And I mean, it sounds like it would be grounded into your who you're, who you are, right? Like, how does that really work in, into earth is the, is the energy that is both like metaphysical and physical. And it is about being reflective, being about structured boldness, um, perfecting, right. Exacting. And I will say that, yes, you are your lead element. I think, I'm not sure if I told you, but it's water with air as a support, which is the opposite of me. I'm air with water as a support. Um, but you can see it in your eyes. You can see it in your face. You can see it in the clothes and you're very naturally drawn to the right clothes and the right colors. And you can see it's a very flowy, comfort is your number one priority in life. Right. Um, and, and the, the water woman is a soft, subtle, beautiful, somebody with water in their lead. My favorite water lead DNA is Diana, princess Diana. Mm -hmm. Um, she's a really beautiful example of like a water lead woman, but then yes, you can totally see your playful air support, like interesting showing up to support you. And so I know you're a cancer, um, right. You're a cancer Mm -hmm. son. So you have water, water. So you're really here to embody this feminine flowy energy. Like it's a beautiful, like expression of that. And yes, just like me, we, both of us, I've looked at your chart before we have very mirrored charts. Um, We are here to play with earth and fire more. We are here to embrace the structure and the balance and the daringness, right? Because the water woman can be a little more shy and subtle and, you know, a little more held back if she's not embodying her true nature right so we go to fire to put the fire up your ass as we say and do the thing right do the thing it's so interesting I'm really loving talking about this because um like currently right now in in my life at this at my age at this time in my life I am so drawn to to fire and to correct connecting deeper to mother earth, like getting out in, like I, um, in this retreat that I'm hosting the, the flourish retreat, like that is what I'm so excited about is being with 
a group of women and being outside, like playing in the ground, like playing barefoot in the ground, just walking through the forest and dancing around the fire at night with our drum. And I like, I am just so excited about connecting to those elements because they are missing from my life. And so this makes perfect sense of why I'm so drawn to that, especially right now, because I am connecting deeper, you know, I'm going through my core wounds, I'm going through, you know, the things that that I'm here to work through the most in my lifetime. And so that is just that's so mind blowing to me that because I'm so specifically drawn to fire and earth right now. Yeah. Cause you're in tune with your, with your plan here, because think about it. Like, you know, you're not in your twenties, you're in your stage, right? We're, we're in these, like, we're all of us that are 40 and above, right? We're um, stepping into this wise woman um, mentality. I do not like the crone word. I feel like oh, that God, is no. um, not my favorite, but I love wise woman, sage, all of those things. And so, because you're so connected, you're naturally drawn to the things that you should be drawn to. Cause those are the things that are going to support you because you are, this air and, or, and water mix energetically. And so these elements balance you and bring your magic out, like in the fullness of them. And it's amazing. Oh, I love that. And I will say like most women that I work with, they want to work with me because they want more of that divine feminine energy. They want more ease and flow and playfulness. And they just, that they want more of the air and the water elements because maybe they're more the earth and the fire. And so they're like, ah, and so it's like, we're all called to each other and drawn to each other to learn and grow from each other. Hello. Can we say this any louder? We are all here to learn and grow from each other because you've got something I need. I've got something you need. Let's share it. Let's grow together. Oh, yeah. And all, all together, we come together and we make a beautiful picture, right? Mm-hmm. When everybody works together that way. Yeah. That's the, that's the, the purpose of unity consciousness. And that's really the biggest message that they, right? They, whether you're talking about guides, aliens, ancestors, like they're just screaming about oneness for us. Like stop killing each other. You're one. When you kill your neighbor, you're killing yourself. Like this, we're all connected and we're all from source and we're all like, you know, you can get into the Bible terms. Jesus said, ye are gods and all the things like we have this divinity inside of us, little pieces of it, but we are not here to be statue islands, you know, not working together. We are here to link up and to be 5D. They talk about it is unity consciousness. It is moving more towards a group collective consciousness and, and understanding how, how like our differences are complementary and not you know, to keep us apart is, is the message. Yeah. And like you said, like literally come together as one, you know, like there is no separation between us, but there is so much separation between us. So in that coming together as one in that unity on a collective level, we have to heal the trauma that has been you know, that we have come into this lifetime with, and that's what we're doing now. Like we are healing our trauma. We are connecting to the essence of our soul, connecting to that, remembering that, that oneness, because that is the remembering that is the awakening of like, Oh, Oh wait, we're, wait, we're all the same basically. Yeah. 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 We sure are. Man, that's just so amazing and beautiful. And I am just 
so in awe and grateful of this awakening of this knowledge that is moving through us. And, you know, I mean, like I've always known about the elements of, you know, air, water, fire, and earth. Like I've always known about them, but I've never necessarily worked with them. Mm. I've never like called them in to help me balance out and to become, you know, these next versions of myself that I'm ultimately, you know, trying to get to, you know, which is oneness within myself, you know, without the separation and just like letting it all be me. And um, so that's really cool. Thank you for and I'll, I'll blow your mind a little more. Like when you start to learn about your own elements, then you learn about your partner's elements, your friends, and you understand the relationships between you and why certain things are the way that they are. Right. My husband, who's earth, he's very like, if I'm in the grocery store and I take something and I don't want it, I have to put it back in the right place or he'll, he freaks out. Like I'm the kind of person I'll put it back wherever I am, you know? And he's like, no, no, you know, when we're in traffic, people have to follow the rules. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, whatever, like I'm air, he's earth. And so understanding these relationships helps you to accept the people in your life and, and really appreciate the things about them that are not like you, that you can learn from, right? Because really you should put things back where they belong. Right. (laughs) Well, and, and it just is that age old expression of it's like fire and water. Well, it's one thing to, to use that expression and to, to be like, oh, we're like fire and water, but what if fire and water are meant to be together and you can work together with those elements and, and make it work, you know, instead of being like, it's fire and water, like we're two separate things, right? We're fire and water, but how can we work together? Yeah. Because with that, then you can make hot water and what can you do with hot water? Like all kinds of great stuff. Oh my God. That's so good. (laughs) I love that. It's like, it's like learning how we can work together in that way and accepting and like even understanding like your parental relationships, right? My mom being earth and maybe all the different things, right? So like when you start to really understand the properties of these things, it can apply to anything, including your pets, your animals. It's like, why do you have one cat that's just so lazy and doesn't like to do anything? And one cat that runs around like a lunatic, right? They just have different energy, you know, types that are there their go-to resting state of natural expression, really. And so understanding it gives us so much insight to so many different things. Um, and I could talk about it for days. So it's yeah. like one of my favorite subjects. Yeah, it's to- so interesting. Thank and you. it goes into like your clothes and the colors that you're drawn to because there's different color shades for each vibration. Like everything has its own vibration, different sounds, different shapes, different things that you're drawn to that will support you. So like when people know their type, I help them. Like if you're not earth, stop wearing black just stop right if you're earth you're going to need black you're going to want black it's but black is a very still vibration and for me like air and for you who has air in your in your secondary it doesn't feel good to wear black like you probably feel better in gray you probably feel better in like a mauve you probably feel better in like a navy and it's like why am i drawn to these colors why am i drawn to these shapes innately you are you know and sometimes as women we're told if you're curvy wear black wear brown you know like I haven't worn black since 2011 and I'm, I'm never looking back. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? Right. I know. Cause you, you are purple. Like everything about you is just beautiful purple, like in teals and just those color, the colorful energy that air. you are. Yeah. That's my air, baby. Air is a very bright, <laughs> it's got that bright light, almost pastel yeah. uh, color to it. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, and I'm definitely that flowy. Like I love all my softer colors and just the yeah. Probably like a rose is your favorite, like rose mauve and all those like dusty colors. Yeah. 
Great. Yeah. And I don't like things that like fit very tightly. Like I always have to have at least one thing that is flowy on my body. That's such a water thing. Yeah. Right? You'll never see you in stiletto heels. Like that'll never happen. God, no, <laughs> not, not anymore anyway. I mean, I think no. I course it and I was like, this does not work for me. Yeah. No, um, but you'll see an earth person in them and they'll rock them like a badass. Like yeah. that's awesome. Just not for yes. me. Yes. Oh, that's so fun. Well, yeah. um, thank you for that. And I know you said that you had some cards for us. Yeah, so, let's pull some cards. Yeah, so before we completely close out, I would love to have yeah. your we'll wisdom poured into us. So I decided to grab my Earth Magic cards. These are like one of the first decks that I had. And um, because we just had this gorgeous Virgo full moon that was like full of such healing energy, I thought the Earth cards would want to come out and play with us and okay. see. Yes what we have to say Let's see what comes out here for the collective i've been so into just pulling cards lately it's just i go through stages and phases but right now i'm just like give me all the knowledge like teach me all the things show me all the things <laughs> give it all to me all right let's see oh i love this first one another one i love that one too and we'll pull one more because i like three to make it even Ooh, okay this is cool the first one that came out is the music card which says harmony and that's gorgeous and the second one that came out was the desert card and that says vision quest and that's also a delicious card and I actually pulled that twice today. That's the second time I pulled that card today. And wind with the activation. So I really love how these cards like support the conversation we just had <laughs> because you're talking about harmony and bringing people together. And I think music is one of the most um, healing and um, what's the word um when you bring things together like melding things together it's one of those things that just brings people up and brings okay. people together but harmony right now is is what we need this earth if you look at it as a collective if you look at it right if you zoom way out there's so many pockets of um places that are just in disharmony right now so the message is how can we be in harmony, not only with each other, but with the nature, with the earth, with the sky, with the seasons, as the earth is evolving and things are shifting, how can we stay in harmony, right? And then the next card that comes in is vision quest, right? In the desert. Well, that to me speaks of like everybody being on their own vision quest at some point in their life. And what does it mean? You go to the desert, right? You seclude yourself for a little while. You go inside, you block off all the distractions, you shut down all the things that are vying for your attention and you go in on this quest to see who you are and how you fit into the world and what you can do to foster harmony in your own family, in your own life, because that's how we save the world. We cannot save the whole world, but if we can avoid having drama and fighting and disharmony in our own family, that is what promotes harmony for the entire planet. So it's really important. And then the wind comes in activation. It's like once you go into the desert and you're you're getting all of these beautiful 
downloads and all this information, like if you leave it inside of yourself and I speak from experience, it will make you fucking crazy. (laughs) You need to get it out of you. You need to serve. You need to share. You need to put it out. You need to use that throat chakra. You need to send this information into the collective because other people need it. Just like we needed other people to show us the way other people need us to show our way. And so this activation card, this wind comes in to really motivate us after we've done the deep work to go out there and blow what you got all over the place. Yes. Don't be afraid. Share, share like the wind, just blow and whatever is meant to be where it is will be picked up by the people that need it. Yes, 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 yes. Because that's the thing. Like, I feel like we can get so caught up in doing the work that we forget that, okay, I can, I can start serving now. Like I, I feel, I feel like I can take these steps now and start sharing my voice and you can start sharing your voice no matter where you're at. Um, I think about it a lot. Like when I first began my healing journey, I created a Facebook page and it was called soulful bloom. And I was just so excited to start sharing everything that I was learning. And I like created it, had all this energy going into it. And then I was just like, no, no, I, I, people weren't respond. Like I was posting all this great stuff, right? Like it was good stuff. Cause it was great and new to me. So I was like, everybody needs to be learning this stuff. But so I would share it. I would post it and nobody was conversating with me. And so I got my feelings hurt and I was like, well, forget this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this anymore because it's obviously no good if nobody likes it. Right. Mm. And, and so I shut it down and I think so often I just found my logo and I I actually framed it and hung it up on my wall because at the time I was like, this is, this is it. It's a soulful bloom. Like my, our souls are supposed to be blooming and expanding, you know, always. And, and I think about how I took it down and I was like, nope, I'm not going to share because nobody likes what I have to say. And imagine, I mean, I'm not gonna, this isn't a, you know, I'm not talking about regret or anything like that because everything unfolds exactly has how it should, but I can't help but think like if I had been so brave as to share my journey, like really authentically along the past three years, like how I share now, if I had shared, been brave enough to share back then, how many more people could have come on this ride with me along the way, you know, and like how, um, how much more impactful things could have been, could have been. But again, I had to realize that number one, I clearly wasn't ready because I I was harboring a lot of fear in my body. I mean, if I shut that down because people weren't liking my content, like that's an insecure thing on me. So I still had a lot of healing work to do, but what if, you know? And so I just, love that as inspiration for anyone else to like, but what if, what if you were so brave to just go ahead and start sharing pieces of yourself that you feel inspired to share without the worry of if it's going to be liked or received and you're just serving because it feels so good to you to share. Like it felt really good for me to 
share everything that I was learning and to serve. I felt like I was serving. I felt like I had a purpose and that made me feel really good. But then at the same time, it made me feel really bad that nobody liked it. And so that one won and I shut it down. And so my, my message, my point in sharing this is just like, really take note of where you're at on your journey and how can you maybe just love your voice and your message and your magic enough to not care what anyone else thinks and just serve in the way that you were created to serve. That is such a beautiful example of the healer's journey, right? Of going through the ego death (laughs) of when we put something out there and we think it's amazing and it is amazing, but then like nobody comments on it and not because it's not amazing, but because of algorithms or whoever, but our little mind is- And they're not ready to receive it as well. Yeah. And our little mind is like, look, see, you shouldn't put things out there. And that is exactly why I teach Synergy (laughs) featuring Mind Magic, because it gives you the exact formula of how to never let that shit get in your way again. And I will just say, if there's anyone out there right now who's suffering from anxiety or depression or any of that, is there places in your life where you're not expressing yourself and you're not using your imagination and your gifts? Because I have found from experience that if you're not activating people, if you're not serving, if you're not letting these these things come out of you, they will turn on you and they will they will turn into anxiety. It will turn into depression. Yeah, because it stays stuck inside of you and it causes dis-ease in your body. Because it's not, because it's not pretend. It's not like if you don't put it out, it's going to go away. It has to go somewhere. And if you're not expressing and activating, it goes inside and that's not where it belongs. Yeah. I always like to say, even if you're, even if you're sharing your light at the grocery store, like express your light in the grocery store, express your, your word through anyone, the the person at the checkout, like just express yourself. Yeah. It doesn't have to be on a platform with thousands of followers. I mean, it just has to be like any way that you can connect to your own light and magic and express it and serve that just serve it up. All of you just serve it up. Then that way, that is how you are expressing yourself. It does not have to be a super big deal. You do not have to like Mm -hmm. do all the things, just do the one little thing. And then the one little thing will lead to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Yeah. My biggest thing is stop censoring yourself, right? If you're in the grocery store and you may not have any like profound wisdom that you're going to share with somebody, but you're talking to a woman and you could tell she's kind of like feeling some kind of way. And you just want to say to her, you know, I love your bag. It's so, you know, reminds me of a trip that I went on. And and then you're like, oh, this woman doesn't want to hear about my trip. Right. Maybe if you say this to her, it will, she'll say, oh my gosh, you know, my mother gave me this bag and she passed away last night. And I feel so glad. Like, like you never know when you feel the earth to say something to somebody and you're afraid that they don't want to hear what you have to say or that what you have is unimportant. That is the moment where I want you to stop and think, wait a minute, if I say this innocuous thing to this person, to me, it might mean nothing, but to that person, it might mean so much because you don't know why you're being inspired to say that. You don't know. And so many times that has happened where I say, oh, something, oh, did you know this? And then like, oh, wow. What if I never said that to that person and that person, it just could change their whole day. Yeah. And isn't that amazing, right? If you could just in the, in those moments where you feel compelled to say something and you feel yourself shutting yourself down and not saying things, I don't care what it is or what situation, 
become aware of it and ask yourself, why am I not saying this? And is there a world in which I could say this and be okay with it? Because it's coming to you for a reason. You're not getting these things for no reason. These thoughts come to you because they want to be said. Absolutely. Thank you. If it's kind, if it's helpful. I mean, of course, if it's unkind and if it's unhelpful, maybe keep it to yourself because there is that human part. Maybe work through it a little on your own first and then share it after you have clarity around why you want to share that. Yeah. But I love the Buddhist idea, right? Is it kind? Is it helpful? Is it true? All those things, right? Does it need to be said? And if you find yourself wanting to give a compliment to a stranger, give it. Yeah. And, and it's also like, even with a, a text message or, you know, I'll, I'll do that. Like I'll, if, if I think of someone like more than once, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to send that person a message or just be like, Hey, thinking of you because sure as the world, two days later, something's going to come up and it's like, damn it. I was just thinking of you. And it's like, why didn't you follow through on that text or that message? So yeah, it it really so many listeners out there have those stories. Why I was thinking about my friend and then she called me because you were thinking about her. So energetically you pinged her (laughs) like energetically. It was like knocking on her door. Yeah. It's literally a vibration to a vibration that, that ping ping together and, and became a a thing, a vibrational match. Yeah. I I hope, I hope that your listeners are like, oh my gosh, that happens to me all the time. Maybe I'm also intuitive. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes. Yes. And, and that is, I mean, I know that's such a simple, silly example, but the more that you take action on those tiny intuitive nudges, then it's like your intuition, your highest self spirit is like, oh, okay, we can trust her to give her more. And then they start giving you more. And then you're like, okay. And that's when your life really becomes abundant and filled with magic because, because spirit trusts you, you trust you to take action. And then it's like, and that's, that's how I know you and I both have expanded in our gifts because for me personally, I know that when I sit down with a client or anywhere when I'm about to work, facilitate and work, it's like, I feel my whole team with me, my whole divine team. And they're like, all right, volunteer, like we're, we're about to do this. And it just is magic because they trust me. My client's team trusts me. It's like, okay, we're going to do this. And magic will unfold because I trust they, I trust and they trust. And so it's like, then it just gets to happen. And I'm sure, especially, you know, working with um, the Akashic realms and being, being a medium, there's gotta be a little bit of hesitancy sometimes being like, oh gosh, I hope, I hope I'm able to channel and deliver what I'm supposed to deliver. But it's like, at this point you have to trust, but you built the trust. It didn't just like all of a sudden wake up one day and I'm a psychic medium and I can read the Akashic (laughs) records. And I mean, like it took that one little intuitive nudge of you being like, this is really I'm really drawn to this. Let me, or I hear this, I feel this, let me take action. And so it's those teeny tiny little action steps that bring you ultimate, ultimately to where your soul is guiding you to, but you got to take those itty bitty little steps. Yeah. You got to just do the thing. And like we talked about earlier, it's a, it's the invitation again, right? Energy spirit invites you. And then you, you accepted the invitation and now spirit's like, oh shit, let's just give it to her. Yeah, you you need that connection of communication between you and it's beautiful and it's flourishing. And so everyone understand that, like, if you want your gifts, if you want access to it, you have to open to receive them, right? You have to consciously allow, right? There's a, the vampire movies, the vampire can't come in unless you invite it, right? 
but it's the same kind of thing. <laughs> Your yeah. gifts are not going to come into you unless you really invite them and want them on some level. Well, because hello, the gifts have been there all along and we've been disconnected right. from them. We weren't, right. we weren't welcoming them into our physical existence. And right. so all of a sudden it does take a conscious effort to be like, I want to connect deeper to my intuition. I want, I desire to connect deeper to my gifts. And in that welcoming in, in that intention of saying, I'm welcoming this in, you get to welcome them in. Exactly. Yeah. And losing the judgment. And I'll just share, like when I started reading people and I was like, I I started with my my cohort of people I was in a certification with because it was safe. Right. And I could experiment. And so I would get messages from spirit and I would judge them and I would fight with spirit in my head. Like, I'm not going to share that. That's fucking stupid. Right. (laughs) I wanted to share something really profound about this woman's dead parents. And you're giving me a yellow slide right now. I'm not going to say yellow slide. And this is all taking place in my head. Right. And so then I just say to her, I see a yellow slide and she about falls off the chair because to her, this yellow slide is very significant in her story and with her dead parents. And I just want to say, like, for those of us who have control and judgment issues, if you're getting messages intuitively, your guides, your messages, they could come in and they could make no sense to you because I was like, I want to see something profound, like her mom giving her a beautiful Christmas gift or something that I can share. Like, no, they were like yellow slide and the spirit was very, they were just like, and in my head, I'm like, I'm not saying yellow slide. That's ridiculous. Give me something better. And they were like, yellow slide. <laughs> they were like, just pushed it. Up. And I just said, so I'm like, I don't know. I'm seeing yellow slide and I don't, I don't understand this. Like, and, and when she fell off the chair and I was like, Okay. That in that like- moment, I was like, oh shit, Tammy, stop judging. Yeah. Stop judging your messages. Yeah. Stop oh. judging. If you see a turtle, say a turtle. Like you're going to get, it's not like the movies where you get like these big dramatic, it's very subtle. It's subtle energy. So when you're getting something at the grocery store or whatever, and you're thinking for no reason about like a yellow dog or something, whatever, say it. It's there in your mind for a reason. Don't judge the simplicity of some of the messages that spirit will give you because you say these things to somebody and it unlocks a huge thing for them. And you can't even believe like you say a word and then, and it unlocks. And as a healer, you're like, oh, wow, if I didn't say that, if I didn't have the courage to not judge the yellow slide, she wouldn't have got that message from her parents, which was such a confirmation for her. Oh, that's such a perfect example. Oh, I love that. Tammy, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, um, let people know how they can work with you. I know you have some. Oh, absolutely. Um, if all, Thank you. If all of this calls to you, I have several, several different ways that you can work with me. Of course, I always have individual sessions. We can do readings. We can do healings. That's easy. I have a private membership. It's like a spiritual gym membership for people that want to work with the moon. I do new moon circles, full moon circles, energy coaching, and helping women open to their intuition. And that's called the sacred circle. Um, And also I have a group transformational program kicking off April 4th. I am just starting the enrollment now. It's called Synergy. It is featuring the proven framework of mind magic and all of my beautiful energy mastery techniques and tools. And it's a 16 week program in a six month container led by me. It's going to be fantastic. It teaches you the how behind all this hype of you here, like personal development, intuition, spirituality. It's a very practical, um, very earthy, (laughs) very earthy, um, message of like, this is the step-by-step of how to stop listening to your ego, stop listening to your wounds, heal your wounds, heal these, heal these things that are stopping you from living this amazing life and having the right energy that creates the reality of your dreams. 
So it's pretty fucking big. It's like, if you want to create a magic on the outside, it starts with the inside and that's what Synergy teaches you. So whether it's coming into the sacred circle or working with me in Synergy or just having a private session, if you're curious, I would love for your listeners to reach out. They can find me at sacredphilosophies.com. Beautiful. And I'll make sure I have all the information in the show notes. So Tammy, thank you again. I so appreciate you. I love this journey that we are on together and that we get to witness each other just in all of our glory and in the, through the tears and through the, the joy and the celebrations. I just, I'm, I'm in awe of you and I'm honored to be on this path with you. So thank Uh, you. Well, I feel the same. I am so grateful for you and that you said yes to your gifts. You have been such an inspiration and a mentor and a guide and a friend and a sister. And I, I just love you so much. I couldn't hug you and kiss you enough. I just love you so, so, so much. Same way. All right. Well, thank you again. And thank you everyone to listening. All right. Bye. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram, so come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.